Hello and welcome to Connect Points podcast and sermon archives. If you'd like to learn more about our church, please go online to our website at connectpointupc.com or follow us on our Facebook page. Thank you very much and I hope you enjoy this week's message. God bless. Clap your hands if you believe God can do anything. You may be in a place where it seems like you have no faith left. You may be in a place where it seems like God is never going to come through. You may be in a place tonight that it seems like nothing is happening. And we've all been there. But as long as you do not begin doubting the promises of God, the enemy cannot take a hold of you. Because the promises of God are yea and amen. Hey, beyond the shadow of my doubt is the belief that God is everything he said he would be. Beyond the shadow of my doubt, there lies a miracle. Beyond the shadow of my doubt, there is resurrection. Beyond the shadow of my doubt is the redemptive power of the blood of Jesus Christ. Somebody said amen. Let me pause for a moment and talk to you about the redemptive power of God and remind you that the blood of Jesus Christ is stronger than your past. God is stronger than you were who you were. God is more powerful than you could ever give him credit for. Your past is not subject to the laws of man, but it's subject to the blood of Jesus Christ. Come on, I don't care who you were or what you've done. I know, I just know tonight that God's blood can cover a multitude of sins and his long arm of mercy can reach down to wherever you are or wherever you were and pull you out of that horrible, horrible place. But how far is God willing to go to show you he'll do whatever it takes? Oftentimes, when God does a miracle for somebody, it will be something that only you will be able to see the proof of. God sometimes does miracles for people that only they can see and only they will know. But when he shows it to you, you will know it is an absolute miracle because you haven't told anybody about that. You haven't told anybody about what's going on. But all of a sudden, God comes in. And we love to see miracles in public, and that builds our faith. But some of the greatest miracles you'll ever see are behind closed doors. When God proves himself to you, and God, come on, the lady who was pouring in the oil, the Bible says she didn't have anything, but the jar just kept on giving more and more oil. But the Bible also says she closed her door so nobody else could see it. And some of the greatest miracles in your life will happen behind the closed door so that you know it's an absolute miracle. And you know it was only the Lord that brought me through. Only God could have done this. Only God could have actually... Come on, so just because nobody else sees it doesn't mean it's not a miracle. It just means your faith is being built to the point where you can say, yeah, I know it was an absolute miracle because nobody else besides God could have done this. Now, in our text tonight, Hezekiah has been a faithful king. 
His father's been evil. His grandfather didn't please the Lord. But the Bible says Hezekiah is different. The Bible says he trusted in the Lord God of Israel so that after him was none like him among all the kings of Judah. Neither were there any before him for he claimed to the Lord in 2 Kings 18 and 5 and departed not from following him but he kept his commandments which the Lord commanded Moses. 2 Kings 18 and 3. He did that which was right in the sight of God and according to all that his father David did. 18 and 4. He removed the high places. He broke the image he cut down the groves. He break in pieces the brazen serpent that Moses had made. Isn't it crazy they had carried it all this way all this time and it took him to actually break the snake. For unto all those days the children of Israel did burn incense unto it. And now he's in the middle of war and Hezekiah is stressed out and he's fatigued and the battle has come on him and the Bible says he's now sick unto death. The prophet Isaiah comes to Hezekiah and tells them, hey, buddy, set your house in order because God has said you're going to die and not live. And Hezekiah's like, oh, great. I thought I was going to live longer, but I guess God just said I'm going to die. But the Bible says he turned his face to the wall and he begins to cry out and pray to God saying, I beseech thee, O Lord, remember how I have walked before thee in truth and with a perfect heart and have done that which is good in thy sight. And Hezekiah begins to cry and he begins to weep. And as he's weeping and as he's praying, Isaiah's making his exit out. And God stops Isaiah in the middle of the courtyard and he looks at him and tells him, hey, turn around and you go back and tell Hezekiah, the captain of my my people, I have heard your prayer. I have seen your tears. Don't ever think your prayers and your tears don't ever get seen by God. Every tear you cry, every prayer you pray, come on, it's like a sweet smelling savor under the Lord. God hears you. And he heard Hezekiah's prayers. And he tells him, Isaiah, go back and tell Hezekiah, I'm going to heal him. And on the third day, he'll go up into the house of the Lord. And because of your prayers, Hezekiah, I'm going to do three things for you. Number one, I'm going to add 15 years to your life. Number two, I'm going to deliver you and this city out of the hand of the king of Assyria. Number three, I'm going to defend this city. And in verse number seven, Isaiah said, here's what you do. Take a lump of figs. Lay it on the boil. And they laid it on the boil and Hezekiah recovered. And Hezekiah said unto Isaiah, what shall be the sign that the Lord will heal me? And that I'm going to go up into the house of God on the third day. Hezekiah says to Isaiah, okay, that's great. But give me a sign that I'm healed. It was common in that day for them to ask for a sign once they've been healed. Give me a sign so that I know I'm going to be healed. Give me some kind of proof here so that I know I'm absolutely healed. And Isaiah looks at Hezekiah and says, okay, this sign you're going to have from God, in verse number nine, that the Lord will do the thing, listen, that he has spoken. Shall the shadow go forward 10 degrees or shall the shadow go backward 10 degrees? The word degrees here is interpreted steps. 
referring to the certain steps that were built by his father Ahaz that were visible from Hezekiah's room and he could see what part of the day it was and he could look over out of his bed and he could look at the steps outside of his window and judging where the shadow was on the staircase outside he could see what time of the day it was if the shadow was at the third step he knew it's going to be three o'clock if the shadows at the tenth step he knew it's probably ten o'clock if the shadows at the eleventh he knew it's probably eleven o'clock and he could look at the shadow and where it was on the steps and he could see what time of day it was and so Hezekiah looks at the shadows here on these steps and he knows that it's referring to the it's built by his father Ahaz where it's visible and he could see it they called it the dial of Ahaz and he could see what time of day it was and as the day went on Hezekiah's laying there sick in his bed and he turns the window turns toward the window and he looks outside and he says to Isaiah he says okay it is a light thing or it's an easy thing for the shadow to go down 10 degrees we all know as the day progresses on and as the Rays from the golden sun begin to make their way behind the olive trees that are so glistening in the dew from the morning. And as the sun begins to set behind them and the rays begin to make their ways flooding through the leaves, I know the shadow's going to come down as it normally does every part of the day. It's an easy thing for the shadow to go where it's supposed to go. It's easy. Everybody's seen it. Everybody knows it's going to be 2 o'clock, then 3 o'clock, then 4 o'clock, then 5 o'clock. Everybody knows that it's just going to be the natural progression of the day. Everybody's seen that, Isaiah. But now he looks at Isaiah, and Hezekiah says to him, but I want to see the shadow go backwards 10 steps. Everybody's seen it go forward 10 steps, but I want to see it go backward 10 steps. Okay, I've seen the shadows move forward like they're supposed to on the steps. Everybody's seen that. Everybody's seen it automatically go forward. But let's see if God can move backwards. Now, I've heard of God making the sun stand still, which was basically making the earth stand still because the earth rotates around the sun. But I've never seen where God turned back the sun. And Isaiah the prophet cried out to the Lord, And the Bible says in verse number 11, listen, he brought the shadow 10 degrees backward by which it had already gone down in the dial of Ahaz. Oh, everybody's seen it go back. Everybody's seen it go down. But now everybody's seeing it move backwards. Some speculate it was either an earthquake or it was God moving the earth backwards on its axis. Some say that it was an eclipse. Some say it was a reflection of the sun's rays. But I believe it was God showing Hezekiah that yes, I have the power to move forward because I'm the one who created the heavens and the earth. But I also have the supernatural power to move backwards. Come on, I believe that God will allow people another chance and return some things to them they thought were lost. And here God says, watch this. I'm going to reverse some things. See, God loves to move forward because he's a progressive God. He wants to see his church built. 
He wants to see you do great things. He wants to see you progress. He wants to see you, you, you be successful in life. And we get so caught up into that. And that's what God is. He's a progressive God. But we are often blind to the fact that the Lord can step into our past and begin to work on our behalf. Because there are sometimes some things in our past we just look at and say, what am I going to do about all that back there? And if you are a new saint of God in this building tonight, that is the beauty about coming to the Lord. When you were baptized in Jesus' name, you came out of the water a new creation. And now that you are covered in his blood, there is no place his blood cannot go. There is nothing his blood cannot cover. There is nothing his blood cannot forgive. There is nothing his blood cannot redeem. And if you will let his blood blood work in your life his redemptive power has the supernatural ability to reach back to some of the things that you did in your past that you never thought were forgivable and it has the power to work on your behalf that's why we sing the song I can't explain it I don't know how it works but all I know is there is power power wonder working power in the precious blood of the lamb Come on, I can't tell you how it works. I can't tell you what it does. All I know is I was an alcoholic, but now I'm a saint of God. I can't tell you what happened. All I know is I was a pornographer, but now I'm standing here clapping my hands. I'm lifting my voice. I'm shouting unto God with a voice of triumph because I'm not what I used to be. Come on, anybody thankful? You're not what you used to be. You're now an overcomer. You were, oh, come on, somebody, come on. I talked about it last night. Sometimes you got to remember where you came from. Sometimes you got to remember and you got to say, okay, God, thank you that I'm not what I used to be, but I am somebody who is standing here redeemed by the blood of the Lamb. And I've seen it before. Somebody comes to the Lord, and the Lord, through his mercy and grace, begins to do miraculous things in their life. And when we pray, we usually pray for God to do this in our future. God, give me the house. God, give me the job. God, give me the car. And we're praying about things in our future. But sometimes we don't want to allow healing to come into our lives in the appropriate area. And we forget about the pain. And we pray for the future. But we just like to avoid the past. But here, Hezekiah prays something totally opposite than what most people pray. He doesn't pray, God, show me what you can do in my future. He says, God, show me what you can do in the past. I want to see what you can do back there. I know my tomorrows belong to you. I know my life is in your hands. But what about all that back there? And God shows him, I am powerful enough to change things in your present. But I am also powerful enough that I can reach back into your past. And I have the ability to change some things.
Brother Braun, would you get me Psalms chapter number 23, please? Psalms chapter number 23. I want you to, is there another mic? I want you to come up here and read it if you could. That's why he said, I'm the God of yesterday, today, and forever. And he proved this to us for Psalms 23. Go ahead and read it for me. The Lord is my shepherd, I shall not The Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. He makes me to lie down in green pastures. He what? He leads me beside the still waters. He leads me beside the still waters. My comfort today is in the fact that God is leading me. My comfort tonight is not in my capability, but it's in the fact my tomorrows are in his hands. Come on, I'm not worried about tomorrow. I'm not giving thought to what I'm going to drink, what I'm going to eat, what I'm going to wear, because I know my tomorrows are in his hands. And as long as God is leading me, and as long as God is taking me where I need to go, and as long as I'm trusting in him, I know there's absolutely no place he will lead me that I cannot stand. There is no place he's going to take me. I'm not going to have faith enough to get through it, because he's not going to put more on me than I can bear. As long as God is leading me, I know everything's going to be all right. Come on, I'm not worried about tomorrow. I'm not worried about what the church is getting ready to go through. I'm not worried about anything, but God said he's going to lead me. He's going to take us where we need to go. And I believe more than ever, he's taken us into a revival like we've never seen before. He's taken us into miracles like we've never seen before. But you're going to have to let him lead you. You're going to have to listen to his voice. You're going to have to say oh God I trust you I may not know the way but I know you do and a good man's steps are ordered of the Lord so God lead me God take me where you need me to go God lead me come on are you thankful God's leading you tonight you can't do this on your own you can't make it on your own but as long as God is in front of me as long as God's leading me where I need to go I know everything's going to be alright I know he said he'd never leave me he'd never forsake me oh, I know he's a friend that sticks closer than a brother he's always in front of me Come on, somebody. You ought to rejoice in that fact. I may not have a job now, but I know God is leading me. I may not see the way right now, but I know God's leading me. I may not have the answer right now, but my faith isn't in my answer. My faith is in the fact God is leading me. He leads me beside the still waters. Keep on reading. God's leading me. He restoreth my soul. Not only is he leading me, he's restoring my soul. Keep on going. He leadeth me in the paths of righteousness for his name's he sake. He what? He's, he's doing what? He leadeth me in the paths of righteousness. He's sake. leading me in the paths of righteousness for his name's sake. Oh, God, just lead me in righteousness. Lead me in righteousness. Oh, God, I may not be perfect, but just keep on leading me. Just keep on taking me in paths of righteousness so that I can keep my head straight so that I can keep my family on track so that I can keep my life somewhat normal I just got to walk where he's walking because I know if I can go where he's going there's going to be righteousness keep on leading me 
keep on reading. Yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death. Yea, though I, I walk no through evil. the valley of the shadow of death. I will fear no evil. I will fear no evil. For Why? Thou, for thou art with me. Thou art what? With me. Thou art what? With me. Not only is he leading me, but when God changes positions, he's now not only leading me, but he's also with me. Come on, he's not just leading this church, he's with this church. Come on, he's right alongside of you, fighting your battles with you. Don't you ever think for a second God has left you. Don't you ever think God's forgotten about you. Because when he is leading you, you also got to remember he's right alongside with you. Saying, come on, I'll help you fight. I'll help you get back up again. I'll help you make it through the valley of the shadow of death. When it doesn't seem like you got anything else left. I'll go right along. I'm leading you, yeah. But he's saying, come on. You can take this mountain. This mountain, come on, who is this great mountain? Come on, who is this Goliath? Who is this obstacle in your way? Doesn't matter. As long as he's with me, you may come to me with spear and a sword. But hey, I got the name of the Lord right by my side. Because God is with me. Come on, are you thankful he's with you tonight? He's with you right now. He's with you in this building. He's with you in your seat right now. He's an omnipresent God, and he's I make my bed in hell. He's there. If I ascend into the heavens, he's there. He's with me. He's with me. Keep on reading. Thy rod and thy staff. They thy rod me. and thy staff, they comfort me. He's ahead of me. But I know he's with me. And the rod and the staff, they comfort me. Keep on reading. Thou preparest a table before me in the presence of mine enemies. Woo, thou preparest a table before me in the presence of my... I could just stop and preach right there for a long time. God's preparing a table for some of you in the middle of your enemies. He's preparing a banquet for you in the middle of all of your troubles. He's preparing a feast for you in the middle of all of your adversaries because he's with you. I, I could just stop and preach. Oh, I could just... It just makes me so excited because I know God is with me and he's preparing some things for me. I may not see them, but I know he's still working like we preached about on Friday night. I know he's still with me. I know that he's still moving. Keep on reading. Thou anointest my head with oil. Oh, my God. He's anointing my head with oil. Keep on reading. My cup runneth over. My cup runneth over. Surely, goodness. Hold on, stop. My cup runneth over. I've got enough reason if God never did anything else for me, I've got enough reason to shout tonight if he never did one more thing for me. I've got breath in my lungs. I'm in the house of God. I'm blessed. My cup's running over. I'm not homesick tonight. I'm in the house of God. My cup is running over. Come on, we're a blessed people. We're a blessed church. We're a blessed congregation. Our cup is running over. Don't tell me all the negative stories about what's happening. Don't feed all that into my spirit. Tell me about the good things God is doing. Tell me about the blessings tell me about the miracles tell me about what he's doing my cup's running over I don't know how yours is my cup's running over because he's leading me and he's with me keep on reading 
Surely goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days. Surely goodness and mercy shall what? Follow me. Shall what? Follow me. When God changes positions, not only is he ahead of me, not only is he beside me, but goodness and mercy are following me all the days of my life. Yes, he's fighting for me ahead of my time. Yes, he's with me and alongside of me. But hey, you got to remember, goodness and mercy are also following me. It's a comfort to know God is ahead of me and he's with me. But it's also a comfort to know that he's also behind me saying, you know what? You're not perfect. You're flesh. You're going to fail. You're going to make mistakes. But yes, guess what? My goodness and mercy are right behind you saying, a righteous man falls seven times and he gets back up again. Come on. Some of you ought to rejoice in the fact tonight that you don't want to make one mistake and it's over. No, 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 no. Goodness and mercy are following me and when I begin to fall and when I begin to trip and when I just begin to get how no 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 goodness and mercy are back there they're pushing me up again saying hey you got one more chance hey you've got one more opportunity you can't do it on your own but God's goodness and mercy are following you I don't care what you've done I don't care where you've been I don't care what your past looks like the goodness and the mercy of God are in the building tonight saying come on get back up again come on get back up again come on get back up again come on somebody ought to just get that in your spirit right now you gotta get back up one more time don't you let the devil push you down don't you let the devil tell you you're never gonna be nothing no 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 goodness and mercy are following me goodness and mercy are following me He's ahead of me. He's beside me. But he's also behind me. And he proved this when he came down and he robed himself in flesh and he died for you. And he said, now I'm going to reach back and deal with all the sins of humanity. And he reached back and his blood covered every past sin, every past shame, every past act, every past failure. I'm here to tell somebody tonight, God is not only a forward-moving God, but he is a backward-moving God. And when you are baptized in Jesus' name, his blood covers all of your past sins and transgressions and everything you've ever done wrong. Come on, that's why you need to get baptized if you've never been baptized in Jesus' name. That's why you need to say, God, I need to get baptized. Take me under the water so that I can come up a brand new creature. And let me remind somebody tonight, God is also a backward-moving God. We like talking about the great things God is going to do, but we don't want to reach back and put closure on the things we struggle with on a day-to-day basis. And in reality, we live in shame and regret and fear of what happened back there. When God is saying, I have the power to take care of the now, but I also have the power 
to restore the then. And I will restore to you the years the locusts have eaten and the canker worm and the caterpillar and the palmer worm. I want to declare to this church tonight, God is reversing the shadows in somebody's life right now. What should have been isn't. And what isn't will be. And because God has the ability to go back. Listen. I have the power to come back. And because God went back, I'm coming back. And devil, let me remind you tonight, I'm coming back stronger. I'm coming back more powerful. You may have kept me down for a little bit. But I'm reminding you tonight, I'm coming back with a... Come on, somebody. There is therefore now no condemnation to them that are in Christ Jesus. God is dealing with some stuff right now that you thought was impossible to fix. And I don't know what your need is. I don't know what your circumstance is. I don't know what your problem is. But tonight, God is turning some things around. I don't just say it arbitrarily. I really believe it tonight. And I feel God is trying to tell this church that I have the ability to return the shadow. I declare to you tonight, God can reverse cancer cells. I declare to you tonight, God can reverse sickness. I declare to you tonight, God can reverse what the verdict was. I declare to you tonight, God can step in and make a way where there was no way. I declare to you tonight, God can turn diabetes around. I declare to you tonight, oh come on somebody, God can turn mental illness around. I declare to you tonight, God can turn depression around. I declare to you tonight, God, you've been asking for a sign and it's coming to you. You're doubting, but God is getting ready to show somebody absolute proof. He is real and he can do anything. I declare to you tonight, God can put a broken heart back together. I declare to you tonight, God can open the blinded eye. I declare to you tonight, God can uns- I need somebody who's desperate for a miracle right now to step out and say, okay, God, I'm believing tonight. Your man of God has said it, and I'm believing it. Come on, somebody with an issue. I don't even feel to go on preaching right now, but somebody with a physical issue right now in your body needs to step into the aisle, throw your hands towards heaven, and say, God, I'm believing you're turning around the shadow in my life. God, I'm believing you're... God, I believe you're returning the shadow in my body. God, I believe you're turning the shadow in my mind. God, I believe you're turning the shadow in my family. Come on, God has the ability to return what you thought was lost. 
Come on, I have just declared it. I'm going to speak a word of faith right now. And if you need a miracle, I'm telling you tonight, God has the ability to return the shadow tonight by the authority of the word of God and the power that is in the name of Jesus. God, I pray right now you would begin to restore what was lost. You would begin to restore what the enemy has taken. You would begin to restore somebody's faith right now that was stolen. You would begin to restore right now the things that were gone, the things that were lost. God, you're returning the shadows. Come on. I'm told. If you need a physical healing, it's the last time I'm going to say it. If you need a physical healing right now, you need to step into the aisle and lift your hands towards heaven and begin to cry out to God and say, God, return the shadow in my life. Come on. God is looking for some Hezekiahs to call out right now and pray and cry and say, God, I know you can do a miracle. Do it in my life right now. Come on. I feel faith in the building. I feel a boldness in the building. I feel miraculous power in the building. Loose miracles right now. Loose healing right now. Loose it on a mind. Come on. This is a miracle church. This is a breakthrough church. This is a church that believes God is returning some things. Come on. I don't care if you don't think you're good enough to come down to this altar. I don't care if you think your past is too far gone. I don't care if you think there's absolutely no way it could happen. I'm declaring to you tonight, God can return the shadows. Come on, lay hands on yourself right now and say in Jesus' name, you're returning the shadows. In Jesus' name, you're doing a work in my life. In Come on, if you need the Holy Ghost tonight, you need to lift up your hands right now and begin to pray, God, fill me with the Holy Ghost. God, fill me with the Holy Ghost. He's working. He's working. He's working. He's working right now. Thank you for listening to our podcast this week. We hope you enjoyed this message. Remember, if you would like to find out more information about our church or to contact us, please go online at connectpointupc.com. And also don't forget to subscribe in your podcast app so you will be automatically notified of new episodes. Thank you and we hope you have a great week. Thank you.